0: Greetings and welcome to Gotel Radio, where we discuss how to be a witness to our Lord Jesus in our workplaces and in society. I'm your host, Joseph Jude. Thanks for joining me today. Today, we are going to study Romans 1, 2-4. Let's read it. The gospel he promised before, through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Paul repeatedly says he will boast only of Jesus and the cross. That does not mean He's neglecting all the education that he got. As a student of Gamaliel, Paul would have learned philosophy and way of presenting arguments. Paul is displaying that learning here to present the gospel to the Jews in Rome. Knowing that his audience, Jews, consider prophets as the final authority, Paul says that the gospel was promised through the prophets he is not mocking them for not believing in jesus he knows that he will alienate his audience if he speaks to them arrogantly so he picks up the threads that are acceptable to his audience in doing so he is not diluting the truth but find ways to present the truth as an extension of their present beliefs The book of Acts records another instance where Paul used this technique. While walking through the streets of Athens, he notices a sign, to the unknown God. He uses that phrase while addressing the learned men of Athens. In his sermon, he says, I come preaching this unknown God. He wasn't mocking them, how can you be so learned? and worshipping an unknown God. No, he uses that as a first stone to build his case. When you witness to your friends and colleagues, remember this technique of Paul. Be mindful of your audience and find a story or a saying that will form as the stepping stone to your witness. Paul goes on to say in this verse, Jesus was born of the seed of David in the flesh. Greeks and Romans were fond of mythology. They had so many gods who were conceived in the imagination of their poets. Paul here emphasizes Jesus is not an imaginary God. Gospel is not a concept. Jesus is real. He was born in the flesh from the seed of David, the king Jews so admire. Paul takes the threads of truth that his audience can relate and then weaves a presentable news to them. Having built a bridge to his audience, now Paul places Jesus and contrasts him with other respected men. Jesus is not another rabbi born in the seed of David. Jesus is God. Why? Because he was resurrected. Here is the difference, the truth, the gospel. Jesus is God because he was resurrected. Jesus' resurrection is not a speculation, a conjecture. Peter saw him after resurrection. Thomas saw him. So did the 500 in Galilee. It's a fact asserted by more than two witnesses as required by the Jewish law. Again, he is mindful of his audience here. But why was he resurrected? Because of his holiness. Jesus led a holy life. If Jesus led a holy life, why was he crucified in the first place? For our sins. He bore our sins. Jesus didn't play a Batman or a Superman. He was slaughtered as a sheep. That is the difference between every other revered godly figure and Jesus. That is why The news about him is a good news. Jesus was born in the flesh in the line of David. He lived holy. He was crucified for our sins. He was resurrected and he is alive. I'm in awe of Paul packing so much into those 50 words. There is one more. He is not finished. He brings in Trinity as well. Father God spoke of his son Jesus via his prophets After the son Jesus was crucified, the Holy Spirit resurrected him. Here is a template for witnessing. Understand your audience, find a common ground, juxtapose Christ and rely on Trinity. You will be a fruitful witness. Go and tell about Jesus. The world is waiting to hear from you. Amen.